0: here we are we have got a sermon extra on a rainy monday morning and yes. we just realized too we've got two sermons to cover and we're getting started late because we've been chatting a lot and having fun this morning yeah. but uh we have got the book of ruth series that uh, we are We just completed our third chapter. Right. And, and, and third uh, message on. And Pastor Dustin was off with the high school, uh, Nebraska District High School Youth Gathering, and he led worship there. So. I
1: haven't seen any video evidence, so he may have just taken the Sunday off. I yeah. saw
0: a picture on Facebook from uh, Candy Mans okay. from the district right. office take it back. showing was, him <laughs> there.
1: It was extraordinary.
2: It, that, was, that was the theme, the theme that wasn't it? it. Oh. Excellent, excellent. Oh, I
1: thought that was like your own um, you know, evaluation of your service. Of your service, it was yeah. Extraordinary. <laughs> it was extraordinary. I'm glad we sent you and not me, because I could not have lived up to those expectations. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. it's extraordinary. That does kind of set you up for like, <laughs> your sermon needs to be extraordinary. Okay. I oh, can good. do that. Bringing a fog machine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Super. Glad that went well. And um... Yeah. Tell us about the... Let's go there first. Tell what, Sure. What, you were out in Kearney with Kearney. high schoolers from high all school. over the state.
2: Yeah. And there was a few from Colorado and I think South Dakota too, but... Oh, okay. Mostly mm-hmm. Nebraska district. So about 500 high school youth out there. So it was great. And Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, um, the theme was extraordinary. Uh, coming out of uh, the Gospel of Luke, where those kind of seeing the things that Jesus are is saying and doing, and it's like, wow, we have, we have seen and we have heard extraordinary things today. So yeah. the theme was just about the extraordinary love of God that we have. And um, the sermon that I preached then, I got to close it up with kind of the sending service and uh, looked at Acts chapter 4, and uh, this is where Peter and John had just healed a man, something pretty extraordinary, mm-hmm. and the religious leaders are not happy uh, because of like, didn't we just get rid of Jesus, and now we just keep hearing about Jesus, and now they're saying he's risen, and uh, they bring them uh, forward, and they arrest them, and and they're like, I don't get it. Like, these are just simple, ordinary, uneducated fishermen. How are they doing these extraordinary things? And then the best part is my favorite part of uh, Acts 4.13. It says they recognized that they had been with Jesus. And so that's kind of, I closed everything out with the high schoolers. Like, we're getting ready to go back home again. um, My hope and prayer is that each of us, as we go, when people see us, they'll recognize that. We've been with Jesus.
1: That's cool. That's cool. cool. You can't, you know, I love this. We've said the statement often in sermons. You can't, you can't, uh, um, how do we say, we can't meet Jesus and remain the same or or something. We've used different ways of saying that. Mm -hmm. But the idea, I think, more uh, theologically accurate, you can't be met by Jesus and remain the same. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, the fact that, you know, you come out of his presence, you know, I think of Moses coming off of Mount Sinai and his face is glowing, literally you know, but just uh, extraordinary. That's cool. Yeah. Well, and then the thing that comes right after that
2: in that same section of scripture, which ties back to the theme verse is um, they're asked to like, stop, (laughs) stop talking about Jesus, stop Mm -hmm. using his name. And Peter's response is, we we cannot but talk about the things that we've seen and heard. And again, the theme verse was all about, you know, we have seen and we've heard these extraordinary things. So, these extraordinary, the extraordinary love of God, like that was the hope that we are convicted, like Peter, uh, that mm-hmm. we cannot but
1: talk about these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, today, and this ties a little bit into the Ruth series a little bit um, and, on chapter three, mm-hmm. but using that word extraordinary, you know, extraordinary, mm-hmm. you know, above the ordinary. Yeah. and. We have enough ordinary. I mean, the ordinary things of the world, um, again, we always harp on, you know, turn on the news and you see all the ordinary. You see the chaos, you see the violence, the drug use, the... You Objectification,
3: know, and, you touched on that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's I mean,
3: very ordinary, right?
1: You know, I talked... Yeah, I I kind of brought out the whole idea of morality, you know, with... Uh, and, and I don't want to exit off of your... your no, sermon. No. I mean, they kind of fit together this yep. way, but the idea that that Ruth um, and Boaz, you know, at, at night at the threshing floor, which was, uh, you know, those threshing floors were sometimes used for very inappropriate uh, um, activity, immoral activity. And, uh, and I understand you know, that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. 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 Well, I mean, that's the ordinary. I mean, you know, that's the ordinary that that, that is the world we live in Um the, the salacious news around us. I mean, what celebrity, you know, who's sleeping with who and mm-hmm. and what's going on. And, you know, I'll you know i I'll, I'll find some of my news, uh, like on different news apps every once in a while, I'll just kind of flip through things. And, you know, I can't believe how many, even on conservative news sites, it's like, well, this teacher's now an OnlyFans, yeah. you know, they've got an account and they're making millions of dollars, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a year. Uh, this one is, you know, it just it's it's making the ordinary sensational in in terms of of, of appealing to people's um, sinful desires, things like that. Anyway, so that's the ordinary, and as followers of Jesus, we have experienced the extraordinary. It it's above all the ordinary. It it, it surpasses everything that's that's ordinary here. And, uh, you know, I think of Ruth and, and Boaz um, on the threshing floor where he, she, you know, meets him and he's like, I, I kind of said that at the end of this, uh, verse 18, I think it is, and he says, I, "I let it not be known that the woman came to the threshing floor. In other words, I want to guard and protect your reputation mm-hmm. because I know it's true. I, I, mm-hmm. We're not trying to pull one over on people. You, the, nothing happened here. But others would assume it did if all mm-hmm. they saw was this young woman leaving the threshing floor in the morning, everybody would have been like, Oh, Oh, we know what Boaz was doing, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's that Ruth, uh, that Moabite, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, and it would just be fodder for everybody to just go off the rails. And, uh, and so the extraordinary part of this message was, you know, these, these both of them are good and godly, faithful people of integrity Mm -hmm. and, you know, the, to face temptation, to face the ordinary, mm-hmm. to face the trials. It's
0: well, and that you went through uh, even and and trying to understand the story, like you just said, you said, the threshing floor, and understanding that mm-hmm. that was a place where things sometimes happened that. Yeah, people would go. Oh, okay. They yeah. were in the threshing floor, and and in the foot uncovering too. That you went deeper into yeah. that because yeah. as, a, as a kid growing up in the church, it was always like, "What? What are they, what, they, what are they doing? Speak? Is this is this dirty? Is this something yeah. I'm not yeah. supposed yeah. to hear here? Or what? What's happening?"
1: Well, the, the thing I was going to put in the message, and and I just didn't use it, and it. Didn't need it, I suppose. But every town has a place where people go and park.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you knew the place mm-hmm. in high school. You knew the place. I mean, this is this was you know make out point. You know, whatever it is. I mean, this is what it was. Well, the threshing floor was that place. That was that's
0: inspiration it, point. I think that's what it was on happy days. Is that what it was? Inspiration <laughs> so, point. There you go. Inspiration. So. You know, call it whatever you want.
1: It's you know, but no, but that was it. It was, and and I, I had a few people come up after worship on Sunday and go, kind of that same thing, Scott. It's like, uh, thank you. I didn't understand the cultural. Context. Right. I didn't get that. And then the uncovering of Boaz's feet. Um, there is language there. Now, I this again weren't wasn't able to get to this into this in depth. There is language within that Hebrew phrase that could lend itself toward the, the idea of immorality. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so that's not to say what I said in on Sunday was like questionable, because when you look at the rest of the story, and this is where we talk about letting Scripture interpret Scripture. If you only pulled one phrase out of Ruth, you could go, "I don't know what was this immoral, immorality? Was it what?" Mm-hmm. But when you look at the whole story, you're like, "Nope, that wasn't it." Because it doesn't have to be. It's not a. It wasn't like they used a, uh, an innuendo or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and then redeemed it. It was like, no, it was a statement that could have been. Well, it's a little questionable. Um, one way or the other, it just wasn't conclusive. So you have to look at the rest of the story and yeah. go, okay, what happened here? And then it's conclusive. All right, no, that was not about you know leading mm-hmm. towards something else. Mm-hmm. And and when she says, you know, cover me in your wings, you know, it was it was like, okay, I've uncovered your feet, but cover me in your wings again. As I said yesterday, it was a marriage proposal, mm-hmm. it, which again, it, talking about extra, extraordinary. Mm-hmm you know, a woman, um, proposing to a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: and, uh, and that's clear in Naomi's conversation with Ruth and Ruth's objection. She doesn't want to just be out visiting him for a night. Right. <laughs> she's, mm-hmm. she's looking for a redeemer. Right. And so right. that obviously un- uncovers itself. Right. Um, but I do really appreciate that you, you unpack that in the message, but also brought that to us, especially challenging the the men and women in there mm. to follow this lead. And, and you mentioned it earlier that, um, you know, we 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 have this example in Jesus of extraordinary, and and then the apostles too, in in the book of Acts as you featured. But we too are called to be extraordinary. And when you hear that, you might get excited and go, "Great! I can be yeah. special. I can be better. I can rise above or whatever." But it also means you're going to have great sacrifice. Yeah, and you're going to have to do things that maybe are. Um, against your very bones and your temptation and your your sinful mm-hmm. nature. So, first of all, nothing's about nothing about it is easy. Right. But as we know, right, nothing nothing good is usually easy. That's usually something hard that that brings great fruit. And yeah. and obviously, what Boaz is doing is a great sacrifice. But as we know, amazing things are going to come from it, or or yeah. dun dun dun, coming soon. Well, and Maybe. there was
1: a great sacrifice also on Ruth's yeah. part because it's obvious too from the story that Boaz is much older than she is mm-hmm. and again and that was customary that, yeah. yeah it was customary more customary back then that a that a girl could get married i'm not suggesting mar- that Ruth was was just a teenager i don't mm-hmm. think that's true at all but it was not uncommon for an older gentleman to marry a younger girl mm-hmm. it wasn't considered immoral it wasn't you know it wasn't robbing the cradle mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. like we would see today but the story definitely points to the fact that Ruth is marrying an older guy. Mm-hmm. and and that's why he says this act of kindness, and I think Pastor Dustin, you went into that a week ago mm-hmm. on on Kessed, you know, that mm-hmm. kindness, that faithfulness. He says, this act of kindness is better than the first. And the first would be like when she, uh, um, was, you know, came to dinner, right? I mean, you know, just the whole yep. relationship, right? And he goes, this act of kindness is better than the first one in that you didn't go chase a younger guy, mm-hmm. a wealthy one or a poor one. You just, and, and I kind of brought that up just in a brief sentence yesterday, but she, she had options. Mm-hmm. She had already been accepted by the people in Bethlehem. Uh, it says that she was renowned. Because yeah, because uh, uh, Boaz says that your, your reputation is mm-hmm. well known in town. Everybody knows you as a worthy woman. In other words, a righteous woman. Mm-hmm. So she had options. She could have gone and probably found a different suitor. Um, but this was faithfulness to family. I mean Naomi keeping is like, her the, word to Naomi. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that, I'll pledge. do everything you've commanded me. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, I don't think it was. I don't I don't want to paint the picture of Ruth going, Oh, are you kidding me? I got yeah. married to that guy. Are you serious? <laughs> I think it was it, I, I'm sure it was a, a good thing, mm-hmm. but you know, I think sometimes we're not satisfied. We want the best. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, wait a minute. As you were saying, uh, you know, Andy, that sometimes the sacrifice is necessary mm-hmm. for the greater good of the family for individuals. She's a good
3: man, a provider, a faithful man. And
1: he'd already demonstrated that. That's right. He had taken care of her. So I, I just the word that kind of came to mind just as we kind of wrap up and look at then chapter four. Um, just the whole book of Ruth again is like an oasis. And, and I, I, Pastor Dustin, I uh, don't think you probably heard the sermon from yesterday. You were Not gone. Yet. Not yet. So, but the point is, is that I, I couched it in the whole time frame of Judges. If you read the book of Judges, it's a desolate landscape of rebellion. You name it. It's ups and downs. Roll. War, and there's good. Yeah. There's good stuff War, in there. famine. Yep. Yeah. But here's Ruth. It's like this oasis in the midst of this desolate land. Well, well we need a story like Ruth's in the oasis, uh, as an oasis in in the desolate landscape of of just this world that seems to be spiraling spiraling out of control. And and so here's the thing: is I just, it's a beautiful, beautiful story of Jesus as our redeemer. He calls us as family. Ruth and Naomi needed family. Um, we need family and specifically uh, yes the, the the church capital c you know all of God's people but the church small c messiah family other churches in town that are blessings to those who gather under that roof so to speak but belong to that family we need each other and 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 this story is one that demonstrates that and so we get into then chapter 4 uh it'll be the Sunday after Thanksgiving and I I had several people come up to me after worship and they're like, thanks for the cliffhanger. Because I was like, <laughs> you know, how is God going to work this out? People <clears throat> tune in next week, you know, but, but the whole idea of the, the and I did go into the definition of a kinsman redeemer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that mean? And, and, and I, I kind of said, Hey, um, there's one guy in front of, of Boaz and that gets worked out chapter four. Yeah. It's, it's next week. So, um, yeah, so we get to to wrap it up. I can't believe we're already right. this has been fun, and I just I can't believe we're already wrapping it up next week, yeah, the
2: story I mean, just reading Ruth, it goes quick, I mean in mm-hmm. four right? chapters, yeah, so it does. but it sets up so many other things throughout scripture then too, yeah, so
1: huge connections i mean this is this is really i the one you know tidbit that I did offer is like. Just a little over a thousand years later, mm-hmm. and and you guys have said this already in the messages yeah. you did is that Jesus is going to be born in that same little town of Bethlehem, and that's we're getting ready to start Advent. I mean, this is yeah. you know, a little mm-hmm. town of Bethlehem, you know, and, and here we go. But uh, it'll be it, it'll be fun to see how God brings this whole story together, and, and it's done in a beautiful way, and it it does. I just think uh, one other thing: this whole story of Ruth again demonstrates. Not only that God is using foreigners to carry out his plan of salvation, but the powerful use of women in the Old Testament this again, this was no small thing that Ruth asked Boaz to marry her and and he joyfully agreed to do so because uh, and the other thing real quick, I didn't get into this, but asking Boaz to marry her. And asking Boaz to be a redeemer were two totally separate things. They were not intertwined. Because the kinsman redeemer is a legal obligation. Asking him to marry her was not. He did not have any obligation to marry her. And and so that's they're two, two totally different things. The Book of Ruth, if you read some of the scholars and, and commentaries, they're like, this throws a wrench into... Mosaic Law, um, you name it. It's 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 a very unique book in all of Scripture. Based on just how it unfolds, it's just not the ordinary. Yeah. It's extraordinary. Extraordinary. Well, yeah, I do you think? Circles. That's
2: kind of one of the themes that's maybe tucked away in it, because uh, it was in chapter two. The the fact that you know Boaz just keeps going above and beyond yeah. what was expected, and I mean that. Definitely, is uh, speaks to what God does yep. for us. Okay. He's always going above and beyond, and He puts the extra right Yep. in our ordinaries. And uh, so, God I'm will, excited. Uh, yeah, looking yeah. forward to, yeah. to chapter four, and we do have Thanksgiving in the middle. Six of thirty. That too, I mentioned right? Right? at the end was, of each
1: uh, service. Six thirty this mm-hmm. Wednesday. Be there or be square.
0: And then take a look at our app. Take a look at our website. You'll find the holiday schedule there for all of the worship opportunities, all the other uh, related events. And uh,
3: and tell one person about the podcast that you're listening to. There you go. Because there, there are still go. few that have not tuned in. So tell one friend. You will multiply.
0: It's on Amen. Plenty of podcast platforms, uh, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere. Nice. Can't miss it. Yes. Awesome. All right. Thanks for coming together, guys. Yeah, it's always fun. See you next week.
1: Sounds good.